Hello and welcome to the Big Queer Wrestling Podcast. Today I'm speaking to Tyler Owens and Antonio Gonzalez from Next Level. I'm going to pass it over to introduce themselves because I just butchered their name. It was one oh. attempt. One attempt. Well, it, was, it, was, it was one attempt that you didn't need to mess up, though. Antonio Gonzalez isn't that hard of a name, bro. That's all right. We'll keep it two times the charm. It's fine. I had Hustle Malone on the other day, and he goes by the protagonist. It took me three times. Yeah, you see, we don't we don't mess about with nicknames like that because we just forget them ourselves. So. Yeah, basically, just like a moose set and all that, you know what I mean? Nah, <laughs> joking, joking, joking. Right, so introduce yourselves to everyone. So my name is uh, Tyler Owens. Um, been wrestling for six years. Basically, the entire time I've been in a tag team with this guy. We used to be forever young, but now we're next level. So that's me. Yep, and uh, same six years. My name's Antonio Gonzalez. Um, I can say my name correctly, luckily. Uh, yeah, like you said, for most of a career, been in a been a tag team with this guy as well. So. Was. Did you start together or did you meet at training and go from there? Um, we met at training yeah. and then we kind of like, um, I think well, there was only like a few months that I was training that you weren't. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. And then like we were kind of joking about at training because um, we were like the two youngest. We were just joking about like, oh, we're going to be a tag team and it's going to be like massive world order. Um, <laughs> and then eventually like, we just got booked on a show together and then we were like, hey, there's that tag team that we were talking about, so like, let's just do it now, let's run with it. So that's basically how that happened. Nice. How did you come up with the original name? Oh, oh mate. man. <laughs> I remember being on, like, just sending so many messages trying to come up with names and then like, mate, I don't even, can you remember? Dude, I, I don't. I remember everything, like, for that first match that we had being super last minute like yeah. we didn't have the entrance theme until the day before um like the first tag match that we had because we just didn't know like like we we thought about teaming and joked about teaming but because it was just a joke we weren't like we had no like real serious ideas but i think i think um forever young might have been might have been your brainchild yeah i feel like um, it probably was <laughs> and i remember i remember it because uh we were like 15 years old, bro. and you said to me, you were like, I've got it, forever young, but we'll put a four on it, so it's yeah. cool. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, what a sick idea, bro, and that's what, we never should have did that, but that's what we did. And then, yeah, that's what we ran with. <laughs> you ran with that for what, four years? Yeah, maybe, yeah, like, like, three and a half. 2019 did we change it, so that's like nearly four, yeah, three and a half, four years probably. Yeah. So what made you change it to next level? Um, we just kind of felt like Forever Young was a bit childish. Like, like no one's going to take you seriously if you come into a show being Forever Young. And two, like, we were kind of growing up. Like I say, like, we started teaming at 15 years old. And then, like, when we changed the name, like, I think I was 19, maybe, and was 20. Yeah, so, like, we were growing up, sure. but I think, like, the big decided factor was we did a show at um, Hope Future, um, and there was, like, some kids on the outside of the ring, and they came up to us to, like, high-fivers, and one of the parents made a comment, and they were like, oh, look, it's forever young and actually young. <laughs> and, like, we're not old, but we were like, no, he has a point. 
like it, it doesn't suit anymore. Like we need to kind of take a more serious and like grown up approach to things. So that we kind of start brainstorming from there then uh, to come up with a new thing. Fair enough. I like both names. I weren't keen on the four, but that's just <laughs> preference, isn't it? You've been teaming together for like the five years. Mm-hmm. So during that time, as a tag team, what have been your favourite experiences? Man, obviously, like for me anyway, just travelling travelling around with this guy is always a load of fun, you know, just even before you get to the show, you're having a laugh and, you know, it's just just great. And then sh- matches, man, we've had so many matches, it's like, it's hard to put a finger on, like, which matches fully stand out. Um, I, I, I don't know, like, I guess for me, any time it's like, oh, yeah, let's try some new stuff in a match that we haven't done before. Any time it's like that, because obviously... Nerve-wracking, scary, but we always hear it, and it's like, oh, Sam. You do do some yeah, pretty think... insane things. What's that? You do some pretty insane things. Oh, yeah, I appreciate that, mate. <laughs> we just, like, do you know what it is? Like, we just kind of mess about, but it's because I kind of, like, there was only a few months between when we started training. Like, I started a few months before and did, and then we were basically, like, we'd partner together at training, then we kind of debut like a month apart and then we're in a team. And like answers like you spend so so long like, on the road in cars, travelling, talking. Like you kind of grow up together. Yeah, literally. In a sense, like you kind of you know, like you go from being kids to being adults, like basically side by side, like every step of the way. So you develop you develop like a real serious like friendship, but like above that, like you have a certain level of trust in like I always trust like answers like try stuff and we're like oh we've never done this in a match before and there's been times where like maybe like 10 minutes before our music hits or something we'll go up to people and we'll be like hey we have this idea and like we just want to throw it in um and it's so last minute and it's so just like just throwing stuff against the wall kind of thing and just seeing what sticks what works but i always have trust in him that he's gonna nail it and he always has the same kind of trust in me because like we failed so many times together that we've just learned all of the same lessons that like at the same time so we just have that trust and we have that faith that things are going to work and that's why kind of that's why we're able to do things that like some people are like that's crazy that's amazing but to us it's just like we do things and sometimes we're like over criticism because we can be like oh that could have been better maybe but then to other people they're like how'd you do that but it's like well it's just kind of like it's like two brothers that just kind of do they mess around on a trampoline and then all of a sudden they do something really cool? That's that's what it is for us. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, finding what works and it works really well. And I'm a little bit jealous of the things both you can do. Um, so that's as a tag team, but you both wrestle quite a lot of singles as well. So is there anything that particularly stands out as singles wrestlers? Um, I'd say for me. You know, one of my biggest matches obviously was against Bram, and that was I would love the opportunity to be able to do that now. Um, cause obviously, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I can't remember the date or what year that was in. Um, but I know it's probably it was a couple, you know, a good couple of years ago. So I wish I could do that now with everything I know now and the like the, the performer I am right now. Um, so yeah, I would say that's probably my biggest singles match. Uh, that, yeah, that, that was a great, pretty cool experience. I think we're blessed because we are like predominantly a tag team so when we do get singles matches it's normally because one of us has a pretty cool opportunity like um 
Antonio breaking out and having the chance to wrestle Bram was really cool, but then it also gave me a chance to do something as a singles wrestler on the same show, which is a completely different learning curve. But it like being singles, especially I think, and they, it's probably the same for you. But um, I find that you always end up just working like the coolest people or the people that like you learn the most from. Like even as a singles wrestler, sometimes you get thrown into like a six man tag match, but not having Ant there is. It's almost foreign territory to be in a tag team match without your tag team partner, and you learn so much from all of the people in that match. So, like for me as a singles wrestler, one of the coolest things I did was um, at an elevation show. I was able to have a six-man tag, and I was teaming with Gabriel Kidd and Saxon Huxley, and we wrestled against the Hunter Brothers and Lucas Archer. And nice. just being in a match where everybody in the match was so far above me, and not taking a back seat, but being able to kind of view from ringside how they did things, listening to what they were saying and following their lead. Like, I just managed to learn so much alone from that six-man match. And also, like, they're just five of the nicest people that I've ever met. So I think just being afforded opportunities like that means that, like, because we've had great opportunities as tag teams as well. But when we do singles, it's always because somebody has something really cool going on. So we're quite fortunate in that regard as well. Yeah, nice. Um, I'm going to mention, you had a singles match with Gabriel Kidd as well. Yeah. Uh, which I watched live and was insane, so I wanted to just bring that up as well. Thanks, man. That's, that was really crazy for me too, because um, the first match I ever, I ever had was against Gabe as well. Um, I was like 15, super scared, and Gabe was probably only about like 18 or 19 at the time, but just so experienced. And I think that goes to show like just how good he is as well that he can take a 15 year old kid when he's only like 18 himself and kind of like help to just ease nerves so when I got that second chance to wrestle him um I felt like I'd come on so much as well so I was able to contribute some of my own things to the match as well and I felt like that was a big match to sort of prove to myself that I have gotten somewhere since that first match for me so it was really important to me too so I do appreciate that um a lot bro thank you yeah and look what he's doing now. It's insane. Dude, he's, I, I'm so happy for him. Like, he worked so hard for that. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's, and every time he goes out there, like, absolutely smashes it. It just shows how good he is. Oh, yeah. And he looks so legit as well. Like, he's one of the most legit guys I've ever seen. And he's like, you believe everything he does. And he's built like a brick shit house. Uh -huh. Oh, man. He's crazy. He's so good. So, this one will be, I suppose it would be as a tag in a singles, it would be influences. Is there anyone that you've sort of patterned yourself after or took bits and bobs from or things along that lines that have helped you as a team or as a singles wrestler? Oh, dude, there's so many. There's so many, like... When we were starting, we would always send each other, like, clips of, like, just teams and other moves and stuff. And, and I think I think we have a pretty similar taste in wrestling as well, and, like, the stuff that we yeah, like. definitely, definitely. Um, but, like, for, for me specifically, and I don't know if there's, like, a couple people extra for Ant, or, like, maybe he disagrees with somebody uh, that I'm going to say, but for me, like, um, my biggest influence in wrestling and specifically tag team wrestling is uh, the Muck City Machine Guns um, yeah I think that probably 
I'm not going to say that they're one of the best teams ever, but of the modern era, I think quite easily they're one of the best teams um, ever because they, you could tell that they were so influenced by the teams that came before them that you just think of like as being classic tag teams, but they had such a unique modern twist on things and everything was their own. Um, and to me, like I wanted to kind of have that same philosophy where eventually I was able to understand like psychology and why things were done and I could come at that from my own perspective so for me like those guys and even still i think they're just incredible wrestlers i think they're phenomenal and to me that's like the biggest influence and probably my biggest dream match as well yeah i would, I would have to totally agree with that um so, you know just watching them i even watch them still now obviously go back and watch their old matches and stuff and try and pull apart things and like oh things we could probably do or you know why did they do that and no, it's just it's amazing just to watch them at the end of the day. Nice. As I was asking the question, I was thinking in my head who I like would associate with you, and I immediately thought Motor City Machine Guns and uh, Kendrick and London. So, yeah, I I love Kendrick and London, man. I think they were such an underrated tag team. Like, you never really think about them when you think about like good tag teams from that era, and I think they deserve more credit than they get from people. Yeah, I agree. They were actually in one of my favourite matches. Um, they did a four-way ladder match when they were the tag champs. And no one ever really thinks about it, but it's a really good match. And I get, yeah, I get their vibe. And I was expecting you to the same Motor City Machine Guns. Because it's uh, more cruiserweight wrestlers as well, which it's been like the past 15 years where we've got more of them. And it's sort of helped younger generations yeah. to get into it a I, bit more they're big pioneers as well like there's no doubt that like the X division especially in TNA like they did so much for people that were smaller like and um, obviously the WWE had like their cruiserweight division and WCW before them but I think TNA and the X division is really kind of what set off like especially the boom of independent wrestling like it had the biggest influence on the stuff that you see the guys do on the indies and um, and the Motor City Machine Guns were, like, driving forces in that for me, as a fan especially. And they're, like, probably the biggest influence. But, like, there's still others, like, for us as well. Like, um, for example, like, recent influences, such as, like, FTR, The Revival, I think they're amazing. And they've kind of opened me up to a new way of thinking about wrestling as well. And they've had me kind of thinking and wanting to try, like, newer styles and, you know, try and be more old school and legit when we come back as well so that we're not just the flippy guys on the show and then obviously like you look at some other guys like me and Ant both love the rascals and I think their I think their creativity is like we take influence from their creativity to fuel ours as well um, and I think they're a massive influence in like we try not to take things directly from people but we look at like the way that they're done and try and figure out how we can move around their theories on things to make it work for us and I think they're just great creative like creatively for us they're great to watch yeah you mentioned the X Division it seems to be a, a weird thing for British wrestling how many people were influenced by like that time in TNA I think it's it was quite available on TV in the UK I think it's influenced a lot of people yeah definitely man like, I, I remember just like kind of growing up on TNA but like predominantly mm. and, you know watching the X Division and all that so yeah I can see 
it's funny like that you guys say that because I can definitely see that in in our styles. Yeah, it's definitely seems to be more of a UK thing than a US thing from the people I speak to. Um, I think it's it's more available here. Yeah, or it was anyway. The it, WWE. It was. It's not been anymore. Kind of behind a paywall, haven't they, on Sky and stuff? Whereas, uh, at least when I was watching TNA, it was it was on Challenge, I think, or yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah. So like, you can just watch that whenever you want, can't you? So, whereas I suppose that's what WWE is to the Americans. They can just kind of stick it on and watch it. Whereas. It wasn't so accessible here, but I—I I mean, I'm not complaining because I think we got the better end of the deal. <laughs> yeah, it—it it just seems to have influenced a lot of people, um, and I think it's a good thing because it means it's a mix of styles. Because you got the smaller guys, but then you got people like Samoa Joe, who, inf- I like to think influences me as a big lad that can move a little bit. So I think it it hit like an entire generation of us because obviously I'm a bit older than you two but it still had the effect on me I know it had a similar effect on uh, TJ Sky it just seems to be a recurring pattern so it's TNA's fault (laughs) I'm not blaming them for for too much so we've spoke about influences and experiences is there like particular matches that made you go, I want to be a wrestler? I know that's a really wide question, but is there anything that you sort of watched it and went, yeah, no, I want to do this? Or was it just a build-up over time? Oh, oh man. I would say, for me anyway, it would be definitely like more of a build-up over time. Because I remember, I think I've said it before, um... I remember grabbing like one of my uncle's VHS tapes that he did taped over something and it was like I can't remember the match I just remember Bret Hart being in it and I remember that being the first like exposure I had to wrestling um, and then I, I didn't really touch on it for you know years and then I remember I don't know going on YouTube and something was on and it was like Rey Mysterio and like even to Guerrero and uh, you know they're cruiserweights and they're all flipping around and it just kind of you know it's like oh these are kind of like superheroes kind of people, do you know what I mean? And then you, you get onto the bigger guys who are, you know, these massive ripped guys and once again it's kinda of like superheroes and it's like as a kid seeing that, it's like, oh I'd, you know, I'd love to be doing that and you know, it, it kind of um kind of stems on there from there because then, you know, just I don't think out of all my friends, I'm the only one who really, you know, ever got into wrestling, ever really watched it. Um but it which kind of sucked. Because at the time, obviously, I didn't really have the couldn't share it with anybody. But now it's like, you know, I'll just chat that ear off about it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> think it's definitely like to Bret Hart though. Because yeah, I, I yeah. thought you would have been like a little later on, maybe than Bret Hart. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's mad, bro. I, yeah, I, that's the that's all I remember. I'm not gonna lie there. That's all I remember from the very, very first experience. See, yeah. to me, like the first time I was experienced was. Um, Jeff Hardy versus like Johnny Nitro for the Intercontinental title like that kind of time so like way after Bret Hart I, I had to go back mm. to find out about Bret Hart so <laughs> but no I think like it's there was no particular match that you know kind of similar to you that made me be like, like this is it this is what I'm going to do but just kind of like I don't know like it seemed like every kid was kind of playing football in my area but I wasn't, like, I was playing wrestling on, like, video games or I was playing with action figures or, like, 
I was fighting my pillows with my mate from around the corner or something. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, to me, it was just like, that's the game that I played. And then eventually, I kind of just realised, like, I kind of just thought, like, this is something that I'd love to do, but I never kind of knew how. So, it was, it was always, like, in my head that, yeah, I'm going to be a wrestler, but I never figured out how. So, I don't know if I'd hinge too much on it, but I definitely do now. I definitely think, like, and now I'm sure, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. Like that. That's the thing. I, I went through, you know, multiple trampolines just by myself. Like I said, I wasn't doing it with anybody else, but by myself, I managed to break multiple trampolines because I was trying to, you know, be a wrestler and, like you said, find yeah. your pillow and using your pillow and all that, you know, and then uh, using boxes as tables to jump off the the trampoline. Oh, so yeah. I, it kind of it kind of works though because at the end of the day, now it, it enables us to kind of like, you know, like a lot of people. Um, you know, we're not scared to do crazy stuff now because we've kind of been doing it. And <laughs> yeah, it's just you kind of like... yourself at your start. Yeah. But, like, even though, still... like, the trampoline is, like, that was so important to, like, what we do now because, yeah. like, we're both... We're not, like, the flippiest guys around, but we're both quite flippy. And, like, I think, mm-hmm. probably similar to me, you probably learned on a trampoline, right? So Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, like, would you have tried it if you didn't have that? Because I wouldn't. I'd be too too afraid now to go and try a backflip for the first time. Yeah, no, I definitely wouldn't be doing that now, no. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So it's crazy, man. Like, the stuff that gets you into it. I think a lot of people's first run was, oh, let's get on the trampoline. It seems to be another recurring British thing. Mm. None of us saw our training properly. We went, oh, trampoline, and then found the training later. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So well, I think in America though, like their their backyard scene, like everybody had a ring, right? Whereas I didn't like to me, like well, a I grew up in a different country entirely. So to me, like England was a was a foreign nation. I didn't even know anything about it, and there definitely wasn't any backyard wrestling going on in Ireland. So all I had was my trampoline. Whereas like other places, they have like backyard leagues or people are doing stuff and you kind of had to know about them they were really like underground and if you didn't know then the trampoline is all you had you know yeah you said you were doing the trampoline in and you didn't really know how to get into training so how did you both eventually actually get into it did you do did you just google it or did you find it through a friend or well so i i uh there was always local shows to me um and i the local shows that i was going to at the time were in rugby Right, and I remember going there, and you know, there's multiple shows, and I went there and I asked them if I could train, and they actually, they're the ones who put me on to um, going to Joe and you know, training in Leicester with elevation. So it was just kind of, I was too scared to ask, so it's kind of one of them where I'm like, you know, this 15 year old kid, and I'm like, oh, mum, <laughs> mum, can you ask them, like, how do I join all this kind of stuff? And uh, I just remember, t- I just went to a show, one of the one of the elevation shows, and. Um, I was like, well, you know, I've got to try and, if this is what I want to try and do, I better uh, better try and find the guy in charge and talk to him. And that's literally what I did. And I just remember him saying, get some knee pads and, you know, this is when training is. And that, that was my, that's how it all started really for me. And, you know, no, no elaborate story really, but <laughs> just yeah. showed up, showed up one time. And it's from there. Dude, I remember you showing up the first day too. That's crazy. Mad. Oh, scared, yeah, little, man. scared little kid, man. Yeah, that was exactly how I was. Yeah. See, for me, I was like, I used to drive past the LCW shows in Enderby, and they had the big banner outside of the school. Um, 
I don't know why, but I was never, I was never intrigued enough by the banner to go and watch a show. I don't know for what reason that was. Maybe I was, you know, uh, you know, I was too stubborn because it wasn't WWE or TNA. I don't know, but I was always I'd go past and I was like, no, that's going to be any good. Um, and then I kind of left it. I never went. And I, I, I regret that. I should have. But I probably could have got into it earlier, but. Then eventually, like for me, a friend of a friend, like I didn't even know this person, I had never met them in my life, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a pro wrestler," and I was like, "Oh dude, that's so cool!" Like how? And he told me like, "Yeah, we train here this day, like just just come, just turn up." I was like, "I mean, if you say so." So, so I'm not advising that people just take advice off strangers and turn up to where they tell you to, but that's what I did. I turned up not knowing anybody, not knowing where to go, not knowing what room to be in. Didn't couldn't put a face to a name. Um, but like, thankfully, I st- I stumbled across a good school in, in you know in Elevation, and everyone was just so like I walked in and they like they didn't know who I was even they didn't even know that I was there for wrestling, but they were straight up to me like handshake, welcoming me, like just making me feel like like I was already like home, you know. So to me. I took a big gamble when maybe a 13-year-old kid probably shouldn't have took that gamble, but it paid off for me, and I ended up making, like, really good friends out of it, and, I mean, now look where I am, I'm, like, six years in, maybe, so that's pretty crazy. Nice. Uh, We've spoke about a lot of the earlier stuff so far, so my next question revolves around sort of the end of lockdown. Have you got any sort of plans or at least ideas of what you want to do as lockdown comes to an end? Oh, man. Um, Dude, like, I don't know, we have so many plans. Um, The the, the first thing that we need to do is we need to get into a ring and train together because... Oh, my God, yeah. (laughs) Like, it's, it's been too long, okay? Far too long. So that's that's number one on the list. But to us... To us, the big thing is, or at least to me anyway, to me, for us, the big thing is, like, I want to come back and, like, I want to not be doing the same thing that we've been doing. Like, I want to show people that that we've evolved and that we've gotten better, like, look different, wrestle different, like, you know, have different influences and stuff before and just, like, work harder ever worked before just perform at a higher level than we've ever performed because i think like recently especially with like the the progress shows and stuff that are coming out i think people are starting to see sort of a change in like of the guard in terms of british wrestling and like who promoters are willing to take a chance on and to me i just i want the opportunity to prove to people that they should be taking a chance on us as well that we're not gonna blow opportunities that come away because like, there's not many tag teams around that have nearly six years behind them already. Yeah. And having that behind us and being so young, I think, can only work in our favour because, like, we can only get bigger. We can only get better, right? So if we can make the most of the time that we have now, then hopefully it's going to help to propel us to something bigger in the future because... Like, I, I don't think it's big-headed to say, but I think if we put ourselves to it and we make the most of, like, all of the opportunities that come our way, I think we could we could be 
you know, the people on shows that other people go, like, I want to match with those guys. I want to wrestle with those guys. I need them on my show. Like, to me, I want to be those guys and I want to kind of just get, like, back ourselves more. Because before we were kind of like young kids that show up to shows and we'd be like, oh, this is going to be cool. Like, let's do this. Let's do that. But then we'd kind of be like, oh, I don't know how good that was. But I just want to have like more faith in our work like we have so much faith and trust in each other but if we can put that into our work and the stuff that we do and just really get behind ourselves push ourselves back ourselves like gas ourselves up when we need to and just be like yeah like we're gonna be sick and we're gonna be so good and that has to start now like if i'm putting work in like with training and stuff like the first thing i want to do is jump into a room with him and train with him and just decide kind of like yeah this is what we're going to present to people when we when we're back on shows when we're able to wrestle again this is what i want people to see because i want people to only see the best of us which means that every time we step in a ring we need to give like 110 percent so that people know like oh these guys are real serious now like they're not messing about anymore because while people are taking a chance on new people and kind of the old guard aren't leaving but they're, they're opening up more space for newer guys to come in like we need to creep in with those guys and just prove that we can hang with anybody. Like, that's what we need to do. There's so been that's a, my biggest plan. There's been a lot of change in a scene that hasn't really been very active. So yeah. I agree, it's it's an opportunity for a lot of people. Um, yeah. What about you, Ant? Because... Well, I was going to say, yeah, I, mate, I can't, like... I, wouldn't, I couldn't have said it any better than, like, what he just said, you know. At the end of the day, um, you know, I'm coming up to my last year of my degree and I'm like... Damn, like, what what am I gonna do? You know, when I when I finish, and I, I'm literally here. Like, there is literally nothing else that I want to do than wrestle. So I'm like, at the end of the day, like you said, you know, we've got to come in and just show people, like, you know, what we what we can do at the end of the day, and what we know we're both able to do. And uh, like I said, you know, there's you know definitely spaces opening up, and we just hope that if we can get the opportunity, you know, make our own opportunities instead of waiting for them. Um, you know, we're, we're, we'll be hopping on that and hopefully that can set us, you know, r- right on the right course. I think we were like, we've always been so motivated as individuals and as a tag team, but like, kind of seeing other people that were doing like similar stuff to us in other areas of the country, like getting chances and getting opportunities. And for me, like personally, I don't want to blow too much smoke up your bro, but like seeing the changes that you've made in yourself personally as well, like, that's lit a fire under me do you know what I mean like especially like I'm so much more motivated than I was like we're a week like when this is recording we're a week away from like the gyms opening up and I know that I'm going to just hit full steam ahead and I'm going to just go at it now because I've seen what you can do and like you proved that like if you're not happy with how you are like now you can turn yourself around and like just go balls to the wall and make it worth it and like the, the the work and the effort that you've put in especially but also the work and the effort that other people are putting in and changing themselves and like getting opportunities for themselves it just it like inspires other people and I think you know it, it really has lit a fire under both of us to just kind of be the best that we can be and just prove to people that like we're not here to mess around like we're here to be serious like professional wrestlers to be a serious tag team and like to have a real go at this like that's why we're here we're not messing Definitely, man. I appreciate that as well, bro. Really appreciate that, man. I think it's fair to say you're both fairly motivated. Um, I think 
it's going to be a nice opportunity for you to both sort of hit the ground running and show everyone what you could do. It's like you said, Ant completely changed his build, which yeah, it's not been easy over a lockdown. A lot of people went the other way. I'm one of the people that went the other way. Like We've all seen it and people have noticed and hopefully the right people have noticed and it pays off. You've spoke about how motivated you are and how you want the opportunities and I think you've showed a lot of passion and motivation for it. My next question kind of leads into that and it would be who do you think people should be watching? So who do you think sort of under the radar at the minute that you think people should give a YouTube search to, give a look on Instagram, Facebook page, that you think after this lockdown should get an opportunity? Like obviously yourselves and you've proven how motivated and how positive you feel about it, but like maybe like three other people? Yeah, You're not allowed to say some best. I won't have that negative negativity on my podcast. No, I have some names in my head, bro. I'm just uh, I'm just trying to trying to figure out how I can how I can put them over and not take two hours. That's all I'm trying to do. Um, to me, right, the, there's some people in my head that I think really deserve really deserve a shot, and I think the first people on that list that people need to be looking at the second that shows are opening, or even they need to be looking at them now. So that when promoters put on their first show, these guys are on their show and they're ready to go and they're ready to just just tear it up, man. And um, the tag team are formidable, okay? Brett Ryans and Zach Northern, I think those guys are absolutely incredible. I think we've had our best matches against formidable. They bring out the best in us and I think they're incredible. Um, Brett and Zach, and I could be wrong on this, but I think between the two of them have... 15 to 20 years of experience between the two of them um they've been around for so long they only get better every single time they step in the ring and i think they could be on any show up and down the country they can wrestle any style that you want if you want serious face heel you want comedy they can give you anything that you want and they'll always give you their best and i think those two people are at the absolute top of my list um and then to shout out some other people as well um, from Nottingham, Riley Nova. Again, very similar to Antonio, he's gone away during lockdown, put so much effort into himself, really improved himself the way that he looks. And if if people get a chance to go on to YouTube, House of Pain, we're doing a couple of um, shows over lockdown, no fans in their own kind of um, in their own facilities. Riley had. Uh, a good handful of matches on them shows and he was excellent on them and um, I think not only has he got better in, in better shape physically but I think he's also better as a worker than he ever was and I think he's only going to get better he's so so good um, and then if I'm going to throw another name at you as well um, Adam Bolt also I think has the potential to be one of the best high flyers in this country um, if anyone follows him on social media and sees some of the stuff that he's been training with Brady Phillips, he's incredible. He can do some stuff that I think only wizards should be able to do. It's incredible. And he's another guy as well that has just completely changed his body and is so motivated to do things. Um, and when stuff opens back up and all of those guys get opportunities, I think those guys will be 
in that new guard that we mentioned, and they deserve every right to be because they're so good, all of them. Nice. Well, mate, I, was, I just want to say uh, this is why we're such a good tag team, right? Because he just stole everybody I was going to say, basically. <laughs> uh, so I'm just, just trying to go through Instagram, trying to find other names. But yeah, I couldn't, once again, I couldn't agree more with you know every one of the, that he just said. So, yeah. Okay. So I'm about through everything I normally ask. Um, is there anything that you wanted to add on before I ask you the last question? And is there anything that we want to add on? Yeah. Dude, you know, do you know what the main thing that I just wish that that everyone kind of bulked in and said the same is like this last this last year has been horrible for everybody. For everybody involved, it's been horrible. We've all been away from wrestling for so long. Wrestling has just been plunged into a world of negativity and hate, especially on social media. And for me, I just hope that when things open back up, people come at things with such a positive mindset. I want to see people on shows just building each other up. I want to see people gassing each other up, whether they're your friends, whether they're not your friends. Just want everybody to come back with a positive mindset willingness to just help everybody out no matter who they are no matter if you've met them before I just, I feel like wrestling has been through such a tough time and the people involved in wrestling especially have been through such tough times lately that when things come back I just want to see everybody wipe the slate clean man, I want to see people just come back smiling, happy to be there and just everybody man just killing it on shows because that's what that's what we deserve as wrestlers. We deserve shows that we can kill it on. And the fans that come are some of the most amazing people and they deserve the best shows for their money. And I think once it's back, people are going to give them that. And I just want to, you know, I just, I'm so hyped for shows to come back, man. And it's like, it's a, it's a good luck letter to British wrestling. And, you know, we're going to be like, it's a good luck letter. And also it's a, I can't wait to see your letter to the fans, man, because things are going to be so wild when we get back up and running. I just know it. Yeah, awesome. Um, that's about everything. I don't think I could have ended it on a better note, to be fair. So, where can people find you on social media? Have you got a tag page? Have you got singles pages? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook? Well, we, we have singles pages, right? We don't have a tag page yet. We need to sort that one out. Um, what about you, bro? You... You plug your stuff first. You go ahead. Well, man, I'm most active on Instagram, so I would definitely say hit my Instagram up. Uh, Antonio Gonzalez UK. You know, if you want to check me out, support me on there. All, all, all uh, cool little vids and everything. Motivation for working out, whatever you need, basically. Antonio Gonzalez UK. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm the same on most of my social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I'm at Tyler Owens X. Um, again, similar to Ant, I'm most active on Instagram. I've also took up TikTok, so I post a lot of training videos and stuff on TikTok. I post a lot of stuff where I'm trying things out for the first time, so that's the kind of thing that interests you. Follow me on TikTok, man, at Tyler Owens X. We're on the way to a thousand followers, which is pretty mad. Uh, and my YouTube as well, man. Highlight videos, full matches up on YouTube. Tyler Owens on YouTube, so that's the best places to find us. Nice. So that's everything. Uh, thanks uh, for both of you coming on the podcast. Yeah, 
Thanks for having us, man. I've, I've really enjoyed this. Yeah, uh, you've made my job really easy. I've not had to say a lot, which is always good. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for coming on, and thank you for everyone that's listening.